All right. Good choice of music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. This is how we're starting the first episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Masculine Minute, a show where we start off your mornings the right way, the masculine way. I am joined by my co-host, the one, the only, the ultimate warrior, Joshua Gillow. Welcome to the welcome to our new show. What's going on, man? Thanks for setting this up, man. I'm freaking jacked. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, me too, man. Oh, you love how I faded out there instantly. Yeah, it was Such nice. You've been working high, on that, haven't you? High production quality. Well, we're not going to waste another second because this is designed to be a short show. My name is Ace Haggerty. I am one of your co-hosts. Like I said before, I am joined by Joshua, the ultimate warrior Gillow. He is my Bia, my brother in arms, my partner in crime. And honestly, the reason why we're putting together this new podcast, because we're both podcasters, but we felt that it is our mission to specifically reach all the lost men out there, the men that don't have purpose in their lives, control of their lives, and are kind of being pulled by everything around them instead of taking control, reaching their true destiny. So every morning, we are going to be coming live to you. This is not going to be edited, as you can tell from the intro music. <laughs> um, and what we're going to do is just talk about masculine conversations, masculine topics, characteristics, everything that goes into being created as a man, living as a man, and leading as a man. And one way we're going to do this is we're going to ask uh, a random question every day. And I learned this from Joshua. So I will let you uh, take it over from here, Joshua. Well, I appreciate it, Ace. Thank you for setting this up. And yes, that's our mission is to reach the, you know, there's so many men out there. I know I'm, I can speak for myself in this category that for so many years, I just kind of was like a boat unmoored, you know, no anchor, just kind of floating around being pushed by life. And it wasn't until I met you and our, our um, you know, our coach Keith and started really digging into the masculine journey and realized that there's so many things that we, we as men, you know, we, we just don't truly know yet. We still kind of know if that makes sense, you know, like there's certain things that we're supposed to do, but we don't know how to do them. There's never been a mentor in our life to teach us. And then we kind of go off the rails and then we're chasing vices, you know, alcohol or porn or whatever it might be. And thinking that that's going to solve a problem and it doesn't. And we're like, Oh, this is what everybody else does. So that's what I should do too. And they realize that they're all trying to chase this thing called happiness and they never actually get there, you know, because they're trying to find it externally instead of, in, you know, intrinsically inside of themselves. So, you know, this, uh, this little thing we'll do each morning is designed to help the men out there, you know, just start thinking deeper about their journey and the things that we've learned in the last uh, very short amount of time about what it means to be an actual man, not this toxic masculinity bullshit of pounding your chest and beating people up. That's not what this is about. Oh, this is about oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> this is about doing the deeper work. And so you can show up better as a, uh, as a you know father, as a husband, as a brother, as whatever you are, you can show up better, more purposeful and more direct with a, a, a calling within your heart, a purpose that we can all, that you can inspire and, and incentivize people around you to, to travel after and chase after their passion in life, right? Because I believe modeling is the most important part. And I don't mean like standing on a runway kind of bullshit. I'm talking about being the man that your family needs a leader, right? This is about being the man that your business needs as a leader. So often we don't have those examples out there, especially in today's media. It's a bunch of babies out there, right? It's like children leading children. Where did all the men go? And it's the time, about time to start bringing this conversation back up. That's why this was such an important use of our, you know, better use of our time as they go out and just have this conversation and share our, our journey. 
and each day share one question that we'll go through and hopefully it opens up a couple of thoughts in your mind and maybe you start questioning some of the things you're doing. I know it took a lot of this stuff for me to finally open up and be like, you know what? I think a deeper conversation would be important. So anyway, so I'm going to pull out the cards here. See if I can get in front of the camera. There it is. Let's see. Here we go. All right. So I got a card. So Ace, I'm going to ask you. Oh, shit. Okay. Here we go. What's something that normal, that's normal to you that other people find weird? Normal to me that other people find weird. I always ask a question, the same question that people ask me because it buys me time to think about it. <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. Little, little trick for you. Uh, you, you, have to, you have out to here. put your fingers in your th and they're like, mm. okay, something normal that other, yeah, you're just buying time. So just to let people know, and this is another tactic to buy time. All of this is unscripted, by the way. We do not have a script for anything. Even my intro, uh, as amazing as it was, oh, it's great. Was was unscripted. Because, I even pulled a random card too. Yeah, because we feel like we have to come unscripted. There, we have to break down those walls, those barriers, so we can open up ourselves fully. Because how can we expect other people to be open with themselves if we can't be open with ourselves? And this isn't produced or anything. This is raw, unedited, unfiltered shit. That's what I said. Shit because that's we live in a world where we are censored too much where we are canceled thank goodness i grew up in a time i'm a little bit older where there wasn't cancel culture i can't even imagine being a young man a teenager and trying to speak my mind and getting canceled so yep. i will get off my soapbox i will go back to the question that you would ask yeah. what is one thing that i find normal that other people find weird well there's a few things uh, I would say one of the things that I always get very strange looks at when I ask people this one question, and that question is, have you taken a cold shower? Mm. And that's something that I love to do. It doesn't you, feel great. You really love to do that, Ace? <laughs> I, I love how it makes me feel. That I'll give you. If nobody has ever taken a cold shower on purpose, I highly recommend doing it. You could do it at the end of your shower. You could do it at the beginning. It doesn't matter. You can do it for 5, 10, 15 seconds to begin with. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it just completely transforms my day. You, I can get into the neuroscience of it. My dopamine goes up. My adrenaline spikes. And essentially, I feel like a million bucks. Now, while I'm in it, it could hurt like hell, mm. especially now that I'm up in the good old state of Pennsylvania. Mm. on well water that's right where baby. it is very Chitty. cold 24 7 365 yep and gets much much colder than it did during the summer summers in nashville but when i ask people if they've taken a cold shower everybody looks at me with their eyes open it's a little bit of intrigue but it's like nah man no nah. <laughs> I, I love i love yeah. my my warm hot showers and most obviously it feels great i love a warm or a hot shower as well. It gets you calm, relaxed. But if you want to start your day off right with a boost of energy oh, yeah. and a spike of motivation, adrenaline is the energy, dopamine is the motivation. And for the next four to six hours, you feel like you're a freaking Superman after taking a cold shower. And it doesn't have to take that long. I get it usually now up to about five minutes, but that's because I've trained my body and my mind to endure the pain and the suffering but you feel like a freaking rock star afterwards and so i would say the one thing that people find weird one of the things people find weird that i love to do is take cold showers 
I love that dude. And so much of that is, is, you know, part of my world too, is the cold shower side of things. And, you know, I'm a guy that turns it cold and goes right into it. And that's, that's like the hardest way, right? It's, it's just to go from being warm to right to the cold and then just pounding through it for the first 60 seconds of the worst. After that, you just start training and you get used to it. And there's not a day that I wouldn't put my foot in there and start, you know, get into that cold water. And I wouldn't be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what are you trying to prove? You know, each day, my saboteurs, those negative voices in my head are like, you don't need to do this. Why are you doing this? We don't really want to do this. We don't like this. We like warm water better. Why aren't we doing warm water again? Why are we doing cold water? And it's because of them that I do it. Right. And that's, that's the big thing. You get in there and you just turn that on and you just like, all right, it's go time. That's right. All that resistance, you push it away and you go into it and you're like, you know what, if you can do that for yourself without anybody watching, cause no one's watching that. I'm not doing it for anybody, but myself, when it comes down to it, to prove to myself every day that I'll do the hard shit. That's mine. Right. When it comes to what do other people find weird? Why would you ever choose to do the hard stuff? Why would you choose to do the cold showers? Why would you choose to go into the mountains? Why would you choose to take these long hikes? Why would you choose to find the hardest way to do things just to prove that you can do it? Like why? That doesn't make any sense because life is so comfortable right now. I mean, in, in any time in human history, when has there been an easier time to live? We don't have to go out and forage for food. We don't have to kill things. Predators trying to kill us. Like we don't have any of that anymore. Now it's like, all right, well, what color do I want to, you know, when I'm on Amazon and that little glass box in my hand, ordering a shirt that I didn't have to get out of my chair to have received, you know what I mean? It, it's insane how comfortable our lives are. So we have to go back, especially as men, we have to go back to our core nature, which is to discover for adventure, for all of that, right. And to conquer, that's what we do. And then when we lose that, when we lose sight of that. That's when we start becoming a product of an environment, right? The pursuit of happiness. You're always trying to make things more comfortable and make you happy. And the problem is that you lose your masculine soul in that because that's not where it comes from. You know, that's not what it's about. It's about the struggle. It's about triumph. It's about adventure. It's about failing, falling flat on your fucking face, getting up, brushing it off and moving forward. That's how men are forged. It's not in just always being easy. So, you know, what do people find weird is going after the uncomfortable knowing that it's going to burn like hell, but you're going to do it. Knowing that you're going to be able, you're up in the mountains, you're at, you know, 14,000 feet in the mountains and you can barely breathe. You can take a few steps pushing yourself. And you're like, you're every single saboteur comes up in your mind. Everyone. And it's like, dude, why are you here? You could be back on that couch. You could have never even came to this place. And you're like, that's exactly why I'm here because you will not put me in a box. I will not choose comfort. I will choose uncomfort because that's how I can actually discover the true essence of who I am. That's what he said. <laughs> that's going to be a staple of this show yeah anyway i now you said it, everything that i was thinking have been thinking and, and would love to say you articulated on top of what i had said so well so i appreciate you saying that but at the same time you can't steal my thunder because okay, I'll be that quiet. was that showers was my answer <laughs> what is one thing that you do that you find normal that other people might find strange or different. Ooh, yeah, so different. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's, uh, you know, I was just having a conversation with a youth, 17 year old young man who, when I was having a conversation with him, he was asking me, I was actually leaving a vacation to, uh, to come back to for training. Right. And, you know, in, in all senses of the word, I've, I've got a very good life and you know, successful in many ways. And he's like, so dude, why, why, why are you leaving vacation? Something comfortable to go back and work. I said, it's not work, man. It's training. He's like, but, but you already have more than you need. I'm like, yeah, but it's not about that. I've got to dig deep into into not just, just discovering, but, uh, creating an environment where I can 
become everything God intended me to be. And training is part of that, right? We always got to keep moving because growth is the one thing that our soul needs the most is constantly progress and growth. And not that you're always after money in so many different ways. So to answer that, you know, what other people find weird is this constant uh, going after more growth and doing the uncomfortable things. There's so many times, Ace, in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, that I, I, I asked myself, dude, seriously, you got to do it again? Like you have to pick the hardest thing? I mean, you could, you could just stop. And I'm like, because it's not about stuff. It's not about more money. It's not about any of those things. It's in this pursuit of what, what power did God put in me? I believe that every, everybody is given gifts by God. And it's our job in our lifetime to discover them and then share them with as many people as possible. So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, if I can do this, what would happen if I could do more? How many people, more people's lives could I impact and empower? How many, how much more can I give back while I'm here? Right? So that's the question I'm constantly asking. So people ask in this case, this, this young guy's like, well, why do you keep pushing? Like, well, why, why don't you just stay here and relax and have a couple of drinks and just be comfortable? I'm like, because that's not the essence of life, not the masculine journey. The masculine journey is always thinking not just what's next, but how can I impact more? How can I live more in God's image, right? And how can I become stronger each day, physically, emotionally, spiritually, so that I can be the best father, the best husband, the best son, the best friend possible. I appreciate you sharing that. And this is no judgment at all because we talked, you told me this story yesterday and the man, the young man that he's referring to is under 18 and he was on vacation with, with Joshua and his family and his family. And this young man did not, not have a drink in his hand the entire time. And it's no judgment on him, but here's a young man, life right in front of him world of opportunities yet he's turning to alcohol at such a young age to medicate himself and i don't know the kid from adam i've never met him at all and this is why we're doing this show this is why somebody has to stand up and say the things that other people don't want to hear i don't ever give a fuck if i get canceled i don't care about any of that because the truth needs to be talked about. Yeah. And what you had said about constant growth, a lot of people don't understand that. Why do you need to grow? You've already made it. You've already hit that American dream. Financial freedom, a lot of investors call it. That's not the point of life. The point of life, there's two pillars. You hit on one, constant growth. And then once you're constantly growing, the second one automatically comes and that's giving back to being of service to others, not yourself, service to others. And if you have growth and contribution as the two main pillars of your life, that's the two main pillars of my life. That's where you're going to find happiness. Yeah. Fulfillment, joy, daily. Exactly. Right. Actually, fulfillment's a much better word than happiness. Happiness is is fleeting, just like yes. anything else. Yeah, and it leads to indulgence. So happiness is so many people that can be a whole nother episode. Maybe we'll keep that for a different one, but we'll touch on it today. Where happiness is not the answer, happiness is an illusion, and it's all fed by because you can be happy if you're like you're standing there, you're like, no, what I could be happy if I was drinking whiskey. Well, get some whiskey and you're drinking it. Pretty soon you're not happy anymore, or you are for a little bit and then you're not, and then you feel like shit. Same like, oh, I just want to smoke some weed. That sounds good. That'll make me happy. Then you feel like shit after that. So is happiness truly in those things or is happiness something you're chasing but you're trying to find it extrinsically again somewhere outside true happiness is in the inside and that comes from fulfillment and joy because you're in your right lane 
you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, all of that in pursuing bigger things than yourself. Exactly. That's going to lead you forward. If something like alcohol brings you happiness in such an easy way, when has you've done anything that's ever been easy, been satisfying, been worth it, been helping you grow and feel a sense of, uh, of accomplishment? It, it doesn't. I remember sitting on the couch when I was in my early twenties and I was like, smiling because i had a couple beers in me and i turned to my roommate at the time and i was like you know why i love beer so much because i can be sitting on the couch doing nothing and all it takes is two beers and i feel amazing yeah man i was young dumb and i am so happy that i am not that person anymore because at that time i was chasing an illusion and looking back on it years later i was a miserable human being who was doing nothing for no one living a selfish life and it's not until you push like we talked about push hard get uncomfortable continue growing because those are the things that are ultimately going to make you happy they're not easy they can be simple but they're not going to be easy but if you take a life of growth and getting uncomfortable you are going to be very happy with the man in the mirror your spouse is going to be happier. Your kids are going to be happier and you are going to have a purposeful life. So Joshua. Yes, sir. Ultimate warrior. I really appreciate you joining this journey with me. I think we have a lot to give a lot to learn. And I am just so blessed to have you by my side in this battle. And I am excited that we are going to be doing this every single weekday morning. And if uh, those of you listening out there want to reach out to us, feel free. Most of my social handles are Ace Haggerty. My email is ace at superherobydesign.com. There's tons of good resources on my website too, Superhero by Design. So check all of that out. Reach out to me. Joshua, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, They can... It's probably best just to go to Instagram. It's uh, I am Joshua Gillow. Uh, yes, I am you Joshua are. Gillow. And uh, you can reach out there. That's probably your best bet. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I did the intro, so I would love for you to do the outro. <laughs> Great. I love it. So Ace, thank you for setting this up today. And I look forward to meeting everybody wherever they are each and every you know weekday morning. We believe that if men start talking about the things that are really digging into our souls that are because most of us and I was guilty of this and I say most of these things because it's part of my journey and we'll discover that as we move through this journey here on this show but um you know we all feel like we're islands we feel like we have to fix all the problems ourselves and that most things that are problems in our lives are our fault and there's no way around it right so uh, what we want to do is open up this conversation and open up for men to know that there's a place to listen and be like you know what I'm not broken I'm, I'm beautiful and, and exactly perfect in the way that I am and that I'm not a broken person that's unfixable, right? And that's really the, the core of our entire essence of this, this show is to get into having conversations that most men won't have and to see that there are men out there like Ace and I that do talk like this. We have an entire tribe of men where we talk extremely deep, intimate about life, about failure, about success, about winning, about losing, about everything that becomes part of the masculine journey you know, women, sex, alcohol, drugs, all that stuff, the stuff that most men don't talk about. They suffer in silence and that needs to end. And that's what the whole core of the show is all about. So Ace, thank you for setting this up. Hopefully somebody out there found a nugget in here that helps them today. And if not, 
It's always tomorrow. Oh yeah, brother, preach on. Thank you all for listening. Here's the outro music. Oh, we got outro music too. Some something masculine, right? Yeah. We might have to get our own playlist for this one. <laughs> this is the stuff that comes with the show. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you for listening. We'll talk yes. to you tomorrow. Peace out, guys.